0: Oh. We're live! We're live! Let me pop up here on my TikTok so they know that we're live too, so that they can come on here if they want to come on here and and join us. Um, how are you doing today,
1: Megan? I'm good. I, you know, all my anxieties, you know, taken care of, and, and I'm just waiting. You know, mine, mine's
0: sitting, mine's sitting right inside of this uh, this podcast right here.
1: <laughs> well, as we were talking to you, we're, we're talking about of Parents today. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. And um, through all of our trials and tribulations of getting ready for this uh, show today, we realized having a child to take along in this ride is whew, kudos to you guys for doing it. Right. <laughs> It's a difficult task to take
0: on. Just trying to get ready for this uh, podcast, I had some technical difficulties. And I was like, yo, if there was a kid involved in this, I don't know if I could handle it. I don't know if I can handle it.
1: (laughs) So, Should we um, start this off with a little medication, bring ourselves back to an even listen here, I'm
0: packing up the medication is what I'm doing. And, uh, cause I had to put a stop to it when, when everything just stopped working all of a sudden, <laughs> so what are you smoking on today? Oh, should we introduce ourselves? I guess.
1: Oh, I guess so. Yeah. Um, start. Let's see. So too. Um, why well, don't you go ahead and pack up? I'm already ready. So, um, We are The Cannabis Closet. Uh, I'm Megan and along here with my pal and friend, Sarah. And uh, we're here talking about the industry Goods, bads, uglies. Uh, we want to bring it out, bring it into discussion, whatever the case may be. Um, we're going to be talking about serious subjects. Uh, we are here with uh, but we're also going to do it in a way we're going to have fun. We want to uh, again, this industry is amazing. Um, we love it. And so we're here to share stories um, and see if we can also start the conversation for solutions. So. That's what we
0: want. We want some solutions. And today, today we're on here talking about can parents. If you're following me on TikTok and you're on my TikTok live, go ahead and check out the link in my bio. If you want to join us here on uh, YouTube, so that you can um, go ahead and put your comments in the comment section about what's going on with you. If you're a can parent, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and we have some letters that we're going to share too, a little bit. So. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. I want to talk about the stigma that falls on can parents. I you know, we were just talking about one of the letters that came in and she goes, "Well, they don't call them alcohol parents, do they? Like why do we have to call us ourselves can parents?" But I feel like that comes from a place where um actually can parents used to describe the parents that were taking their children to get safe access to the medicine and not the parents who were consuming when it first became a phrase, if I'm not mistaken, is that right? You, do you remember?
1: I mean, that's definitely how it was introduced to me, just being that um, Colorado being the industry and the, for the state that everyone was moving to, to get safe access for their children um, being that can kind of parent? Um, and now you know, just knowing that, um, Different people that we've known in the industry that are parents, um, friends, and and close ones. So, um, but getting to as their children have either been born or are growing up as they've moved through um, legalization and. Um, what they've done as patients and how they talk to their kids about it. So um, we definitely got a lot of, le- you know, a good handful of letters. Um, and I think that most common uh, thread was that that stigma, that judgment, and um, really they're using it and being better parents um, because they're able to navigate through their own stresses and anxieties using cannabis. Um, and uh, and then, you know, some of them have mentioned just being able to be comfortable. You know, it's a regular dialogue in their home. And so their children talk about it like, and it's not stigmatized anymore. They have to tell them that, yes, other places that you're going to be going, you're, you may, you um, be be brought up with some time in a place, man. Yeah. Yeah. Is it
0: hard, do you think, to teach kids um, to know the time in a place? I mean you you have a young niece that you sometimes are around for long spans of time. Um, I know y'all don't necessarily live together, but I know that you see her quite often. Is it is it hard to make I don't know how do you how do you and yours in your how does your sister I guess go about um doing that.
1: You know my sister's also in the industry um it is a little bit more uh just talking about cannabis she knows that we use this as medicine. Um we are still are talking about how do we really sit down and talk to uh, her about it so that she understands it and doesn't um feel like we're trying to hide something from her. She knows that I smell different sometimes. She definitely um has been like, "Ooh, Aunt Megan, and I'm like, oh, gosh, oh, oh, like, um, you know, and, and so and again, we don't uh, hide from it or shy away from it, but it's definitely, you know, um, something that's on our mind as she gets older as she's now you know they just moved here a year ago so being in a legal state and uh you know having access to it it as medicine um has changed uh, the conversation for my sister for uh, so um, we're still navigating that too um and how to talk to her relatives about it that you are not on the same you know not necessarily that they're not on the same side um but just uh you know yeah, it's hard because I think
0: parents are the are the it's, it's a catch 22 because your parents are the ones that are maybe stigmatizing you, which we got from one of our um, one of our letters is that her parents were actually the one that was stigmatizing the most. Sorry, of course, my mother has the worst timing on the planet when she makes phone calls. So like,
1: we're talking about me.
0: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, but um, So so those of you that are on my uh, TikTok feed, if you want to join us over here on the YouTube feed, just check the link in my bio and you can come right on over. We're live right now talking about what it's like to be a of parent in the world today. Um, a lot of our of parents aren't in legal states, but even for those who are in legal states, we saw in a lot of those letters that they still get judgment from, you know, wine moms and parents who are, maybe taking prescription medications as a way to handle their pain, Um, they still get stigmatized, these canna parents, for using cannabis instead.
1: It's kind of annoying, I guess, (laughs) is the best way to say it. I think too hard in the uh, you know in the legal states, parents that are taking on cannabis jobs um, employed being employed in the industry um, you know we have one of our stories that uh, you know she tried to take all the steps to prepare knowing she was going into you know going to smell like it mm-hmm. uh, sat down with her um, uh, you know her children's school administrators and said, you know, I'm in an industry we are you know uh, you know we tried to I'm gonna smell like it. Um, please come to us with any issues. You know, we, our children are safe. We, you know, we are in the industry to educate. So, exactly. and then we, um, brought forth their case and the administrators were totally behind them and they, they were very, um, you know, in awe that those administrators supported them, and then unfortunately, um, someone took it one of the teachers took it upon themselves to uh, go ahead and call child services. And um, because uh, one of her little ones came in and her clothes smelled like it one day, and so, uh, out of how many ever days since she had started school, and uh, and this became, and so it just. They had to go through the whole process and speak to child services and you know take their kids in and, and you know their kids had to be viewed and you know it just caused them this unneeded stress for something that was legal something that you know they educate on and are we're dev- already working with parents to understand this medicine and it was just you know kind of a, a yeah. to be you know drug through that and they prepared for it they prepared for it right so then so then for
0: somebody to just. You know, make accusations like that in a legal state too. So, like the parents are working
1: in the industry, yeah. And it was very new. That this was at the beginning. You know, when everything was starting to get established. So they were the, uh, you know, kind of the front runners and and uh, started from the ground up. So I think it it was, uh, you know, very hard for them to go to the administrators and really say don't judge us. This is what we want to, you know, what we, we're doing and how we're doing it. And we want you to know, and then, uh, you know, take get support. And then, you know, it just yeah.
0: I tried everything to be prepared. Uh, for those of you watching my TikTok, there is a link in my bio. It is a link tree link. And that link has all the links for where you can find us. So check that out. If you want to join us over here on YouTube, um, if you can't find the link in my TikTok bio, it's in my Instagram bio. It's in my Facebook bio. It's in my everything bio. I just got on clapper
1: today. Anyways, um, bios guys, sorry. I feel like I should add <laughs> some, I, I don't even know. <laughs> so it's
0: different for us, you know, because I don't have human children, so I don't have to follow those rules, you know, like that. straight. I don't have to be as careful, but I know even in legal states, we have parents who are just, um, who are just not feeling safe even in the, in a legal state where they're legally purchasing cannabis, they're not feeling safe, um, doing it openly or coming out of the, the cannabis closet pun intended. (laughs) So they're, 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 you know, they, even in Colorado, I know a lot of closeted parents that are not talking about their cannabis use and, um, New I don't parents, know. New parents
1: just- going into it, you know, getting uh, being pregnant and and um, being a cannabis patient and uh, or you know using cannabis and getting pregnant and knowing that it helps you. Um, I think we have several accounts on here saying that uh, they stopped using cannabis while they you know during their pregnancies um, due to judgment from their families and yeah. um, uh, or physicians not even willing to talk to them about it, and they ended up having negative. Uh, uh, side effects associated with that during their pregnancies. Um, and uh, just from their accounts, you know, of course. Yeah. up to and including
0: emergency room visits
1: mm-hmm.
0: when they stopped using cannabis because uh, conditions got out of control, pain got out of control, nausea got out of control. Um, there's not a lot of scientific evidence on cannabis use during pregnancy. Um, and I think that's part of the problem. Uh, For for a lot of these parents, because, again, even in legal states, there's this threat that CPS can come grab your kids if you test positive for cannabis. And even if you have a medical card or live in a legal and openly legal state, that is that is a real threat.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm not sure if people are making comments or not making comments, but if you are, let us know if you're here. Let us know. Say hi to us. Um, This is our second podcast. So we are expecting some technical difficulties as usual until we get it all figured out. But, um, yeah, usually I see some comments up here. I haven't seen any yet today, but we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll, as we go forward. Um, we did have the one story where, um, where she said that she be out of fear, out of fear for, um, For repercussions, that she stopped using cannabis during her first, uh, yeah, there it is. During her first pregnancy, uh, but then our second two um, realized the health the health risks that she might face, and didn't didn't have any of those issues that she had in the first pregnancy when she stopped using cannabis in those second two pregnancies, because the cannabis actually kept those things from coming back, including um, high blood pressure. And, um, and what was the, uh, she had some other kind of uh pain too. I want to say gallstones. I want to say gallstones, which I just found out is very common amongst pregnant women. I didn't even know that.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, apparently we wouldn't know that, would we? Um, hey, Lindsay, hey, Kelly, thanks for um, commenting to let us know that you're there. Um, and that our comment section is working. Yay.
0: Hey, Jason. Uh, Jason, <laughs> uh, Jason has been at, at, in both of our uh, shows in the comment section, but uh, we will be having him as a guest in, in a few weeks. So look forward to that. He's got a lot of interesting things. Yeah. Kidney stones. Is that what I I didn't? I didn't say the right thing. You're right. It's kidney stones, not gallstones. What am I talking about? I've never been pregnant before. Thank you for the correction. (laughs) (laughs) So if y'all on TikTok want to check out what's going over on here on YouTube, you can check out. There's a link in my bio. It's a Linktree link, and it has all the links to where you can find us. Uh, We're live on YouTube right now, but we will be posting later on WeTube as well. And we intend on expanding expanding
1: comment on uh, comment on your experiences as a cannabis parent we won't um uh, you know share your name or um you know go to our send us an email if you don't want to shoot it on the comments yeah. but uh yeah, we are cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com and um i've got it open right now so i'm looking for messages and kind of reading some of the stories we've already received um I think another thing that we've uh, kind of seen in the, some of the parents that have been using cannabis for uh, their whole lives happened to have children in that mix um, and it became just a regular conversation. I think that that's what we want going on here. We want to have these regular conversations, um, educate our kids about the you know, medicinal benefits of plants, uh, plant medicine. Um, Exactly. Uh, someone mentioned they, you know, their their daughter's watering the the plants in the garden right next to her tomato. Some pictures you know, of that, too. you know, plant yeah. plant. So, um, and that's amazing. And, and uh, I think that, um, I don't know. It's it's like. Kudos again to those parents for just making it, uh, and, uh, you know, and when they can and where they can and why. Um, in other places, we have to say it's it's not the stigma that it, it has been and that we were even raised with that. Uh, oh, marijuana and um, is bad, and you can't be a good parent if you use it or a good person if you right. and um, and so yeah, let's uh, change the conversation.
0: Yes, we have to, and the way we change the conversation is by teaching our children early and when it's appropriate to discuss it. And,
1: you know, those types of, those types of things. Um, I have have a friend who, um, you know, uh, nurse that you know, is in the industry as well. And uh, I think a different story, but basically how it was relayed to me, um, is that uh, as a can a kid, um, getting to use cannabis you know, they, they moved, they, uh, came into Colorado to have access and get education for their son. And, um, it was palliative care. They were able to, uh, he was able to enjoy life and they were, uh, you know, and the last few moments of his life um, to be with his siblings and, and create some more memories. And, you know, so it was a whole education for their family and yeah. uh, going through that. And, um, you know, I think it's, it's hard for people to say, this is what I want to do for my kid. And yeah. I'm going to be stigmatized for it. And um, so that breaks my heart knowing that people are still going through that. Mm -hmm. We would love to
0: um, do a whole episode on um, on actually using using cannabis for our children, too, because that's been a big thing that parents are stigmatized about as well, that, you know, you're just doing the absolute best you can for your children. And, um, and, and so, so when we, when we were putting the show together, we understood that like a lot of people were going to be hesitant to write in. We actually offered, and we will always offer an opportunity to remain anonymous whenever you share your stories with us. Um, but I understand the hesitation because there's so much, even, even amongst, uh, amongst our own community, we stigmatize each other. We stigmatize each other and say, "Well, I, this is the way I do it, so you should do it this way, and you shouldn't do it this way." It's like those aren't your kids, and they're not developing um, at the same level. Some kids are more mature and able to handle um, and understand things better when they're when they're younger, and some kids need to be a little bit older uh, to to get it to understand it, so that they would be mature enough to keep the secret, if you will, or only discuss it when it's appropriate. You know, you don't go to school and say, my mommy grows weed. You know, we just, we, we don't want our children doing that by any means. But, um, but we do want them to understand that it's normal. If we normalize it, I feel like it would be, well, I feel like that's better. Because for me, you know, what was normalized in my household was alcoholism. And it's crazy to me that even now, with all of the things that we know about alcohol and how it can affect our lives in a negative way, that we still glorify it and we still accept it over this plant that there's plenty of at least anecdotal evidence, but there's plenty of scientific evidence, too, to show that these stigmas are are not accurate,
1: Indeed,
0: I would say. So um, what else do we have in the comments? We had um, a couple of them say that they don't talk to their kids about it quite yet. They're, they're not quite ready. So that's understandable, too, because, again, it's about maturity level or even where you live. What if it's not legal? You know, and, and then your kid goes to school and, and makes some kind of uh, commentary about it. If you on my TikTok want to um, watch us over on YouTube, the link is in the bio for you. It's in the Linktree bio. You can find us there. We're your, we're over here on YouTube talking about what it's like to uh, to be a cannabis parent, to be a cannabis consumer, and also a parent of human children, not just dogs like me.
1: <laughs> and me.
0: I don't, I don't get. It. <laughs> what do you mean you have to be more careful? You can't just. Do whatever you want. Well, you know, Canada parents that are dog parents have to be careful, too. I, um, My youngest broke into a locked trash can and consumed a stocking full of oily, uh, activated flour. That was an interesting three days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And messy three days, too. It was messy and interesting. What do we do if... Um, so with young kids, I guess I would be more concerned about my children consuming something they shouldn't um, a little bit because they're little tiny bodies, you know, it would be very um, disrupting for them as far as that's concerned. But what do we do parents and parents that are listening? If you want to tag in the comments, what do we do about our mischievous kids? Right. Cause we all remember being kids, right.
1: <laughs> uh i have friends that uh, literally they have their uh you know lock off that they keep a high lock on that their kids can't reach um they know that that's where you know that that even though it's a medicine and this is what they choose to use that uh you know they it, it has to be you know for also for the legal reasons that are even just put you know in front of us as patients you know we have to uh take that extra precaution to lock up our medicine cabinet and um and so I think even as dog parents, we're supposed to be doing that. And yeah. so um, <laughs> I mean, I've got, I've got you know a, a certain part in my refrigerator that is just medicine, and um, you know it doesn't have anything on there. But no, I don't have a a child, and my um, dog can't reach the the shelf. So um, um, <laughs> refrigerator either uh, we have or that skill. <laughs> I did have the unfortunate happening of, um, I had made some treats for, um, a friend's dog and one of her friends came in and ate all the dog's treats. Oh no, what? So they, looked, they looked like little cookies, like little graham, graham oh, beer crackers. They probably tasted pretty good. On that whole thing. And I was like, well, good for her. Cause that was a bunch of, you know, medicine product for, for a dog. Yeah, it was, I mean, I ate the cookie too, but, um, yeah, so we have to be careful with our. our yeah, absolutely. And
0: eating like snacks. What's up, Ann? I see you in the comments. Thanks for coming over. We get a comment over here says, I teach my grandchildren that it's medicine just like my blood pressure pill. So you don't touch my blood pressure medicine, you don't touch my other medicines either. I think that's a pretty good comparison. I think kids get that even at a young age and a, a younger level.
1: When you say, um, I'm sorry, I was reading another comment.
0: That's okay. She's not listening to me, but y'all are. I was saying that. Um, I think that's a good way to teach kids. Like, cause I feel like kids kind of get that, that like the pill kind of thing is, is no, no. So, so the other medicine can be in comparison also a no, no. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I guess that, that will
1: work. Yeah, I think too. Uh, you know, someone mentioned their their daughter does know that it comes in a, a chocolate form and that it goes into a specific part of you know a cabinet that she can't access and uh, makes her sad. Uh, but she knows that she can't uh, you know have that and that that uh, is not for her. I think that uh, being that we do have uh, medicine in the form of gummies and candies and food, even even savory snacks, um, that. Uh, we do have to be that ever vigilant and, and and also tell them this is uh even though it looks like something you can eat you can't and that's why it's in this cabinet and um i monitor it and and i will know if you take some um, mm-hmm. exactly and then we talk about teenagers you know, these these little ones that can't reach the shelves eventually grow into bigger bigger beings and Uh, then what do you do? Um, And so is that, that you can continue that you, because you already had that conversation, they can move it into now. This is also a medicine option for them um, as they are dealing with their own health. Right. Um, Right. So, so Jason said there's a lot of storage
0: solutions out there. I think that's a great ancillary business, honestly um for for these for any type of medicine because kids teenagers are in there stealing your pills too they're not just stealing your marijuana they're taking your pills too and so for me um, even though I'm not a parent I uh I uh I would say that I would rather my kid take a gummy than take like some some of my prescription strength medication because that will put them in the hospital So like, you know, just that, I mean, that's scary to me. When I was a little kid, I grew up in the eighties. So nobody cared about us. And, um, you know, it's true. I
1: I know. I remember
0: remember very vividly. I don't, I don't know where we were or what, whatever. I was too young for that memory, but I remember very vividly picking a tic-tac up, a tic-tac Yeah, that's what they're called, right? Uh, I'm sorry, my words. But I remember picking up a little orange Tic Tac and I love the orange Tic Tacs. They're my favorite. I picked it up off the floor. I believe we were in a hotel and I ate it and it was spicy and it hurt and burned my tongue. I ate some pill. I don't know still what that was. I lived, it's fine, I'm okay. But yeah, right, that's scary. Nobody called poison control for me, nothing nothing like that happened. It wasn't even <laughs> as a traumatic event, but when I think about it, I feel like it was very traumatic.
1: <laughs> now I think nobody cared about it. Well, it teaches you, you know, now, you know, no, to not pick up- not that awesome. <laughs> so yeah. Oh my
0: God. It's amazing. It's a miracle. We're still here. Some <laughs> of us, um, Gen Xers are the strongest uh, people on the planet in my opinion, but, um, yeah, I would rather my kid get a gummy and I see so what is what is the take in the comments you can um comment here. Thank you uh <laughs> thank you RJ said he called 911 for me. <laughs> and you can comment here too um if you haven't joined us over on the YouTube but what is what is our take on um on gummies on things that look like kid candy? Cuz some states don't allow that, you know. Some states have in the regulations that you can't even have cookies or candy or anything that would be enticing to a small child, but some states allow it. So, how do we feel about that? Are we okay with gummy bears looking like gummy bears and gummy worms looking like
1: gummy worms? I think the question. I think uh, in some states too. It's, it's and even here in Colorado, it's. The way they market has to have the stamp on it or whatnot, denoting that it has um, in it on the candy
0: um, itself. You guys not just on the packaging, but on the candy itself. Somebody
1: said, oh, well, we had those candy cigarettes, so it's fine. <laughs> and two. So and also now vitamins, regular vitamins on the shelves are in gummy form. It's how people are like, oh, I'll take some vitamins today. Yeah, we're just grown <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I think I wanted to, there was something I brought up on one of our, on the emails that we received and we had kind of talked about it before and a little bit more about, you know, are you a, an alcohol parent and, um, how yeah. we're labeled, uh, just as cannabis patients and users, uh, of that, you know, of the plant, um you know, this This parent said, you know, we're often labeled as selfish, irresponsible, lazy, and overall bad parents, which is far from the truth. Um, you know, half the parents, this person, this patient knows, uh, not only are the parents uh, less stressed and happy, but their kids are better too. You know, um, she said, our kids feed off our energy. And if you're high strung and stressed, of course, that uh, trickles yeah. into your little ones and uh, and how they handle it. And so uh, she's like, my my fellow of parents have some of the, and best behaved kids because the parents aren't neurotic. We're trying to hide their problems or mask them with alcohol or worse. Uh, I feel like a lot of us have an alcohol story, too.
0: I have an alcohol story and I'm in therapy because of it. (laughs) So there you go. Um, I mean, I grew up with an alcoholic in the house and I and he was uh, he is is he's still alive. I don't talk to him, but he's a Vietnam vet and um they're loving your sweater uh yep. on bet and he and so they didn't even they didn't even have p they did they they didn't diagnose ptsd in the 80s and 90s and e- i mean it, it took some time um for that to even become a diagnosis and so he was never properly diagnosed what well, they used to call it shell shock um but they were self-medicating all of those, all of those men are self-medicators. And what were they self-medicating with the only thing that they could legally self-medicate with alcohol. Mm -hmm. And so then I had now, now you have individuals um, who are broken from war and they're medicating with alcohol, which is a depressant and, um my dad was angry all the time, and it affected our lives. It affected our how we felt safe. It affected all of that. Now, imagine if he had been a cannabis consumer. We see now how vets are consuming cannabis. Ooh, write that down. That's a good uh, show idea. Um, how vets are consuming mm-hmm. cannabis, and it's it's really changing how they're able to address their PTSD. And it's really amazing. Now think about parents who are are vets or who are who also grew up in a house like I grew up in. Right. We bring all of that with us. That's baggage we carry with us. And we have we as adults still haven't learned to unpack it. So, you know, um, we put that on our kids. If we have cannabis to help us, I think that we have uh, more, more uh, balanced children. Because they're not that energy is not there for them to to feed off of that anxious energy all the time. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, I the what ifs and how uh, and hopefully being able again to change this where um, veterans can have safe access to it and say um, you know so that for our future generations and their children, um, so that they are able to work through. Um, I think that along with cannabis and other plant medicines that are being looked into and talked about again, and and the stigma is being taken away, um, so that we can really actually start healing again. I think that, um, I know a lot of people are excited about those conversations, being able to be started outside of cannabis and, you know, again, just returning back to, um, you know, literally. Yeah. yeah, the absolutely. I love the conversation for natural
0: plant medicine right now. It is, it is, uh, beautiful that we're taking that route. Somebody said something else up here uh, about how cannabis affects our childhood in the opposite way. Like, if your parents were cannabis consumers growing up when it wasn't legal, then you were a targeted family. So, even though you have this nice and, and balanced uh, lifestyle and, and, a, and a healthy well being uh, mentally. And physically inside of your household, if anybody outside of your household finds out about what's going on inside of your household, it disrupts the whole thing. And then we go into that anxiety bit again. That's when we develop those things. Uh So it's dangerous either way, right? So
1: which, uh, I forget where you were, what you were, uh, which story you were reading, Farah, or what you were talking about, but just uh, I think we were even just talking about the neighborhoods and uh, uh, in one of our next shows that we're going to discuss and how that uh, the stigma there and uh, you. Oh, know, yeah. What uh, this morning? I know it's like I don't want to give away the (laughs)
0: show. So I'd have to look at it to see if it was an anonymous letter. But uh, yeah, one of our writers wrote in, and she was like, "Yeah, like look, even though it's medicine and it's legal, if you live, she her words, not mine, um, but if you live in the hood, it's still drugs. That that's that's a lot to unpack. Like even though you're using it legally." Depending on your demographic and your locale, you're still going to be stigmatized because it's still drugs because we have not educated everybody. And a lot of neighborhoods um, that that are that are low income neighborhoods felt the effects of the war on drugs. They lost their kids. They, the kids lost their fathers and their mothers and they grew up with their grandparents or their aunties right over over a joint over a joint. So so yeah i mean we, we have to legalize because that root ru- this ruins this ru- this the fact that it's not legal ruins families on so many levels on the levels where where can i legally self medicate on the levels of what's going to happen if i self medicate in a more healthy way that's not legal on the, and and you know you can see too that it it affects different neighborhoods differently too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It does. And so I think too, uh, you know, that's going to lead into some future talks that we're going to have. Um, and when we talk about uh, as this, well, we have only six states that don't have some kind of legal program of some sort to do with the cannabis plant. Um Six states left. Everybody keep More and more conversations of uh, how people are going to view this and it being brought into their communities. And um, I think that.
0: Uh, I don't know. And how it's brought into the communities, it has to be brought in uh, in a correct way. I think education is really key when we start these new programs. Uh, I think that was, was what was missing in the early days of a lot of the programs on the West Um, Starting out is with there was a a lack of education there for individuals to understand how it was going to work for them and um, how it's been stigmatized and, you know, how we are going to talk about it now. So um, I'm glad that we're starting to see that more, even in the regulations of these programs, you're starting to see more that there's a requirement for education and training where in the past there hasn't been so i'm i'm looking forward to that also cq llc can help you with your consulting needs we come in person we'll train your staff we're, we're amazing
1: <laughs> yeah. we've got the tools you need uh, <laughs> Um, with that, let's, uh, I guess do a little, um, some of our, our, uh, credentials and where you can reach us, uh, share your stories, uh, anything that you want to, uh, maybe talk about, um, we've got some, uh, what we think are some pretty exciting episodes coming up and, uh, everything we're going to do little follow-up snippets as, uh, people get to watch this, if they're not able to be, uh, with us live right now, um, you know, Email us at cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com. And uh, we'll talk about it again later. Uh, Sarah and I are always down to chat while we're having a sesh and, uh, you know, trying to.
0: Yeah, we're definitely gonna do some follow-ups and we'll probably um, in the future, well, we're working on at least one show right now where there are going to be some guests coming on and it's going to be an amazing show. I am I'm so excited. It is it's the show that I've been waiting to do. Uh, we didn't want to start with this um, with this topic because it is it is a, a touchy subject sometimes it's gonna ruffle some feathers and make people feel uncomfortable but that is really the premise of our podcast is we want there to be a little bit <clears throat> of uncomfortableness happening so that, um, we can, we can work to, um, make the changes we need to make in, in our industry and within our community so that it's, we can we can all access this plant how we need to, and if we need to, and if we want to, right. So we're going to have some of those conversations. So we have future guests planned and, um, and I think that'll be really exciting. And I feel like we can also um, do some follow-ups to these first shows um, and bring on some, some um, professionals, some like, like on this, we can bring in some parent professionals. <laughs> some nice chased a toddler around a room a time or two. Um, so uh, we look forward to that. Um, we are trying to raise money. So, we uh, we're, we're always looking for, um, sponsorship. So if you know anybody who wants to sponsor us, uh, definitely cannabis friendly sponsors is who, uh, we would prefer and, uh, we don't want to, um, back. So, you know, money or no money, we're not going to back anything we don't believe in. And that's, that's going to be really our bottom line always. Uh, but right now, since in lieu of sponsorship and, uh, whatnot, we are doing a raffle, I should have brought all the things in here to show off, uh, but I have mine in here. So I'll just show you on, um, on the YouTube feed. I'll show you my, uh, machine and it's, it's going to be a machine similar to this. Uh, so in the, the, first of all, let's get the business out of the way. The raffle tickets are $25 a piece and you can buy raffle tickets virtually um, by sending $25 to uh, dollar sign cannabis closet 420. That is our cash app. Uh, we are going to be working on doing a Venmo too because I feel like a couple people have some issue with cash app. So we'll work on doing a Venmo too, but right now we only have a cash app. So it's dollar sign cannabis closet four twenty. The raffle tickets are $25 a piece. And every single cent of that $25 goes to the cannabis closet. So I'm not recouping anything. Um, there's not, it's not just the proceeds, but like every cent of that $25 goes to the cannabis closet. One of the prizes or one of the items being raffled off in the, it's going to be a a gift basket. So we're doing a whole gift basket. And one of the things being raffled off is a Focus V Carta. Now this is a, um, I think they're calling it the Magna Carta edition. I don't know. I have to really look that up, but this one has the dark glass on it. Uh, the one that we have is, uh, going to have a clear glass on it. And, um, and otherwise it's pretty much the same machine and i love this machine i this is my second one i broke the first one by trying to tear it apart and look inside that was dumb don't <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Oh, look, Dawn's here. She's going to be a future.
1: Hey, Dawn. On one of our shows
0: <laughs> didn't sure. say hi
1: to Shonda earlier when you popped. Oh, yeah, I didn't up. say hi to Shonda, Shonda earlier.
0: She's <laughs> always in my TikTok feed. Shonda is, and I love her. And so is Ann. They're always there. So is Lindsay. They're very, very supportive. All of all of these individuals. So thanks for coming over and supporting us from the TikTok feed. um so yeah, this is this is the Focus V Carta. And oh, this way. This is where my camera is. I have to stay out of this camera and in this camera. So um, this is the Focus V Carta. It is, um, is going to be one of the many things in the gift basket that we're raffling off. The raffle tickets, again, are $25. Other things that we're putting in there are... Um, Queen, and uh, we call my other half Macbeth over here on the TikTok. So uh, we uh, do resin pours. So what we've done is created a tray that has an ashtray on it and a little area with some hemp wick and a poker. So like a little utility tray. So that's going to be in there and some other resin art, some Queen apparel is going to be in there. And if we can get our artists in gear, we might be able to provide some canvas closet apparel as well. Right now, can of queen apparel for sure. And some other little goodies are going to be in that gift basket. Um, Definitely worth way, way more than $25 um, and a great opportunity and chance to win that. If you join the raffle, you can buy as many raffle tickets as you want. And every single cent is going to go to making sure that we can pay for our stream yard, making sure that we can get the upgrades that we need and uh, do what we need to make this the best podcast ever. Uh, uh, oh did you break your rig oh no somebody broke their rig in the comments Boo! no boo. We're
1: human though, right we're human it happens
0: now get check it. your lap everybody check your lap don't stand up without checking your lap i had to don't buy, buy card card card.
1: the other day because i totally stood up and
0: dropped it yep. So I'm going to turn this on. I'm going to go ahead and hit it Um, if you want to talk about anything um, and or some of the emails maybe that we got. Or if you all want to hit us up in the comments, if you want us to to chit chat about anything, I think we're going to we got about 15 minutes left of the show. Uh, We're talking about can appearance today. So if you all want to chit chat or bring up an incident or a, a situation, it could be good or bad. It doesn't have to be bad stuff. Uh, We definitely wanted to highlight how stigmatized a lot of parents are for being cannabis consumers. But definitely tell us what's great about being a canna parent, too. What makes it so amazing that you're a canna parent?
1: (laughs) Um, Let's see. What can I talk about? Well, you know, earlier before we started the show, you asked me what I was um, medicating with. And uh, I'm a flower girl, so I have a little um, sativa from a local um, adult use store just because I didn't get to get up to my medical. Um, <coughs> oh my god, I'm dying! I can't even tell you what it is. It does have a nice little <coughs> THC percentage of 25.54 percent. So, um, Ooh. yeah, because that's what I run on. I run on like <laughs> sativas, we don't run really on dunking around here. Um, uh, know. but I do, um, I do right now. am smoking, uh, that flower. Um, when, yeah, so that's today a TikTok just because of what you just
0: said today. Y'all say bye for that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what else, what else? I'm sorry. I, I should have, I was like scrolling through the emails as you were like, Oh, you're going to talk first <laughs> or in a second. Um, I think it's the coolest. the The grandparents, some of the some of the uh, parents that are saying that their parents are pan parents, um, that they actually grew up without it being stigmatized. Um, I think that was a you know kind of a couple of mentions of that, um, and having again watering the plant next to their others, and that it was just oh. part of life. Um, was that we got that picture of? Um, of the
0: little girl watering the plants. And then her brother had a big old head of cabbage. <laughs> like it's all in <laughs> the garden.
1: Oh, uh, I don't think. Yeah. I saw one. But.
0: but I'm a can of child as well. And it's more normal than drinking a beer. I like that. I would prefer that. I prefer that. Because we were talking about like edibles and stuff. You know, when I was younger, my mom let me. I guess when I was a teenager, my mom let me, you know, have a wine cooler. They were all the rage, y'all. I was cool. Don't even hate on me right now. <laughs> but I, I, I could like, I could drink at home, you know, when I was of a certain age, because she wanted me to do it at home instead of doing it out where I, it was dangerous, you know, where I could get in a car accident or be put in a dangerous situation as a young woman. Zima, yo, Listen. I'm aging myself tremendously here, but yeah, Zima was my jam. And the reason why is because, but well, because I grew up in a home with an alcoholic and so I was kind of like turned off by it, like the taste and the smell, but like Zima was just like drinking a Sprite that was a little off a little, a little off Bartles and James all day. See, so, (laughs) so, so our, But, but see, here's the thing. Yeah. Cannabis is better than alcohol 1000%. And here's the thing. Are we, is, is, I mean, is that okay to do with our kids now with our teenage kids now instead of a, instead of, you know, but people will argue that it, it would like there's, there have been studies, there have absolutely been studies on the potential negative effects of a young person consuming cannabis uh, by smoking through smoking, uh, but also how many brain cells did I kill with a uh, Bartles and James? <laughs>
1: like, were you using them and Jolly Ranchers? Yeah, uh,
0: that sounds delicious, though. But I don't drink anymore, so. <laughs>
1: I would just prefer it. I
0: mean people get all in this uproar about um, what state is. there's one state. Now since I haven't been up and, and doing this for so long, I, I forget which state is which, but there's one state that has I think it might be Missouri that has a really specific regulation in there and it says the edibles cannot be frozen or need to be frozen in, in such like a custard or something like that. And I was like, what is that rule about? <laughs> That's a weird rule, especially when I can go to my liquor store and get a freezer pop that has alcohol in it. That's a weird rule to have, you know?
1: Wow. So, yeah. Sorry, I was scrolling through another message and I don't know if you saw it, but there's um uh, one of the can of moms was talking about it being her and her profession and, um, you know, talking to, you know, just, gosh, let's see. It's a a small print, but in the industry, but essentially there's a picture and I think it's um, one of her children like harvest or like, and, and, you know, working the farm um, and some beautiful, beautiful, beautiful plants. um, (laughs) Right. here. Like uh, and yeah. Oh, and the cabbage. That's the picture. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Okay, the guard. Okay. I'm just now seeing it. I'm sorry. I'm behind. No, you're
0: good. (laughs) It's been a long day. We almost didn't make it here on time, so it's fine. But we're going to have technical difficulties every single time we do a show until maybe one day, one day, and maybe not. But then that won't be our fault. It'll be because we have a producer.
1: So far, so good. We've gotten through it. We like, we freaking out. and or- I
0: was, I was having a complete meltdown. Can you imagine if I had kids right now watching mm-hmm. me have a meltdown too also? Mm-hmm. So then that's how they handle all of their problems. This is why I don't have children because I already know I'm not passing that on to a small brain. That's just, I can't do it. There's too much happening here. And cannabis helps me with like literally all of it like literally all of it. And um, I can't imagine, you know, I would say that if I had cannabis or grew up like in a, in a, in an environment like, like the one I provide in my own house right now, that maybe I would have had kids. That might've changed me a little bit because the reason literally the reason that I don't is because I'm, I, I felt so angry all the time and so anxious all the time. And I didn't think that I would be patient enough that I would have the patience to, um, to deal with a small version of myself. Like I, I,
1: you know, when and I'm knowing saying, someone put the curse on you of, I hope that if you have children, they're 10 times worse than you or whatever. That,
0: she, that she was going to come back as my youngest son. That's what she told me. You're
1: like, all right, well, no, <laughs> I'm good. I am
0: good. No, you're not. You're to come back as somebody else's youngest son. <laughs> somebody else's. Go torment somebody else. You mm-hmm. can. Um, yeah. But yeah. So it's hard to deal with somebody that is, like exactly like you, but doesn't have the the control that you maybe have, which I mean, even if you feel out of control, you have more control than a five-year-old most likely. And that is what I'm saying. Like, I don't think I could do it. I think that I think children are great for other people and I really hope that you raise them right. Cause they are absolutely our future And thank you for raising our future, but also I will put my hands on somebody that acts like me, but out of control. I will will lay hands on, I just, you see how my hands just went like, it was just like automatic. (laughs) So I didn't, I didn't do that. I was, I'll be a good auntie. I'll just, I'll just be a good, like your baby is crying. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm all about being the the auntie, the godmama, the, you
0: know, every, but. You know. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's not for everybody. Ladies, I know this turned into a weird conversation about, uh, you know, and, and I, I guarantee you that's how a lot of our shows are going to go, but uh, do not feel obligated to be a vessel for another human being. It is absolutely okay if that's not your thing. It's absolutely okay. You'll be happy. You won't regret it. Uh, you, uh, you will still feel safe and, 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 you know, sometimes you might still worry about who's going to take care of me, but then also look at some of your friends, kids and ask yourself that same questions. Who's going to take care of them? Cause they ain't going to be their kids. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have to have kids. You just, You form and build beautiful relationships and that's how, and that's how you are always connected. That's and 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 feel safe. Right. I'm just getting all philosophical. This is what happens when I get stoned. Just ask my TikTok followers.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think for us, you know, for you and I, you know, being that we, you know, I'm mean, again, I love my friends, children. I just know that I will not be birthing any children, but I'm not I'm open to adoption. I'm adopted. And Um, I'm open to, I'm single, so I'm open to my, I probably shouldn't have said that live, huh? Um, (laughs) yo, she's single, um, (laughs) but, uh, you know, I'm an age where I'm going to meet people that have children, so that's not, um, but I also, I'm very front and center about my cannabis use, um, and saying, like, yeah, I don't know, we'll see how this goes, (laughs)
0: I went, I went, I, I went on a a couple of dates. Um, So Dawn said, my mother gave me the curse. (laughs) I had somebody say it over here too. I'm laughing y'all.
1: Oh, look, you're the best. Where are you at? Are you you here? Are you in a parking lot or something? She's driving up here to the, to the mountains. So. are you, Marla? Um, I forgot what I was going to say.
0: Y'all forget about it. (laughs) Welcome to the cannabis closet where we're going to talk about some serious shit and some, some not serious shit and laugh about it and forget about it. (laughs) Don't don't drive and text girl. What are you
1: doing? (laughs) Calvin talks to her. It's okay. Calvin is her car and he talks to her. Okay. Okay. Well then if that's the case, then keep it, keep up. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Calvin or Kelvin. Kelvin? Calvin, Calvin, uh, Calvin,
1: Calvin, Calvin, the Calvin. Camry, Calvin the Camry's gotten us across you know the country a couple times.
0: Nice, 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 good. All right, because the the roads I, they might be clear, but they might not be. We're in Colorado. It's been snowing for three days here in Durango, which is like
1: it was snowing uh, mm-hmm. when she started driving, and probably is hopefully not now. Calvin the Camry, Calvin the Camry. Um,
0: yeah, so man, well, y'all send us your, um, your, stories about your whatever, anything cannabis related. Um, We are, we're outing the industry over here. That's what we're doing. Um, We're pulling all the dirty laundry out. So if you have a story, I promise you it will be interconnected. When I think about stories about how you have to get your medicine from like an underground person, right? That's interconnected with Why are the prices so high? Why isn't it legal? Why isn't there a dispensary nearby? Why, 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 why? It's all interconnected into what the industry is offering to us as consumers. And, um, and, and, and if we actually do have access to it, so we want to hear those stories because we need to expose that. And then we need to come up with a better way to, uh, to do things so that we all have very safe access to this plant if we want it. It's not for everybody, but we should at least have the access to it. I think we can all agree to that. How do you explain the smell? How do you explain the smell, Marla? We walk through Febreze every day thinking it's going <laughs> to cover <rest> up. <laughs> what was I watching? I was watching a TikTok the other day. I know I talk about TikTok a lot, but like, y'all, I'm on it. So that's where it's at for me right now. <laughs> it's where I post a lot of my stuff. I'm sorry. I know I'm 43. I might be called too old for it, but I'm having a semi decent time over there. So I guess I'll just hang out for a minute. Um, I met a lot of amazing people as well. Um, so somebody, but I was watching one and it was, there's, there's this trend going around, like tell me something you thought was normal. That's not normal or something like that. And this girl said that she thought something normal. Uh, what was, what, what was it was the, the smell of weed was something. And she was like, well, why do you have this in your house right now? And I can't remember what it was that her parents always told her it was, but she thought that it the smell of weed was something completely not weed. Because like, her okay. parents had told her it was something else that was like dirty, dirty gym socks or something. I don't know, something like that. And then when she first smelled, at, and then somebody told her what it was, she was like confused. Like, and I think that's amazing. <laughs> the, the the you can you can hate on me if you want to about how much I use TikTok, but what thing TikTok? has t- shown me is that there are a lot of people in this world that believe a lot of things because they were told that as a child and never, and, and until they were smacked with the reality of it in their face, they just never, never experienced it. And she knows ne- she never knew until she was with some friends that were smoking weed. And she was like, why do you have that? And she was like, girl, that's weed. <laughs> Oh, uh, right. If I find that video, I'm going to send it to you because it is hilarious.
1: <laughs> it's
0: hilarious. Yes. All right.
1: So yeah, um, honestly, does honest. she's like, I'm, I'm smoking. So, uh, that, that's, um, pretty honest. She, I think also it's, yep. Yeah, we've, we've been,
0: Well, tell us if you want, uh, we'll,
1: we'll, we're going to revisit this topic.
0: So tell us how, how do you explain the smell? Tell us in our email. It's cannabiscloset420 at gmail.com. Do you want to share any of your socials or do you want them to just reach out to you on the cannabis closet email?
1: Yeah, at the cannabis closet, uh, I'm good with that. And eventually, maybe I'll I'll ask you about setting something else up that isn't my dog's Instagram or or, or something like that. So. Follow Lady. <laughs> um, yeah. She's not as uh, as much
0: on the socials. I am absolutely on social media. You can find me of Queen DGO everywhere I go. Um, and you can find us Canvas closet 420, uh, pretty much everywhere. That's the name, uh, that we've monikered for our social medias, but the show is the Canvas closet with Farah and Megan, and we are going to come to you with some canvas issues and we're going to suss them out and work it out and maybe come up with some solutions and it's going to be a great time
1: yeah email us your opinions, your thoughts your your gripes your your stories if you're in the industry, you know things you you think should be talked about we're we're here for it all. We know that all the things that happen with uh being uh, that it's a cash crop and there are people in here just trying to make their buck. We know that it's not all fair. it's not all hippie peace and love with our beautiful plant um and They're so realizing re- us. You know, bring your stories, you know, give us something to talk about. Join us. Um, we're definitely looking for guests as well to bring their professional opinions and thoughts to us and uh have some fun banter. So um thanks so much for joining us. I'm really excited. Yeah,
0: follow us on uh, our socials. We do have an Instagram, Canvas Closet420, as well. Uh be kind to yourselves, y'all, and uh hydrate and stay lifted, and we will see you in two weeks for our next show thanks
1: for joining us thanks for participating and we'll see y'all next time